Welcome, everyone, to Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. I had to think about that. I've just changed the name, and you'll see it, you listeners, down the road here. I'm super excited. I've got Kathy Davis. I love her to death. She's the founder of Veg Inspired. Inspired vegans. Why, Kathy? Why would I be inspired to be a vegan? Oh, gosh, Steve. You know, I probably asked myself the same question eight years ago when my husband pitched me the idea of going vegan. And I dug my heels in and said, I'm not giving up my stuff. So if you're listening and you're like, I don't, I don't know about this whole vegan plant-based thing, just hang with us because changing the way that I eat has truly changed my life. And I'm on a mission now to inspire people to eat more plants, just eat more plants, add more kale, add some more veggies, eat more plants. I love that. Not change completely, but add it is what you're telling me. Okay. And you start with your husband, which I didn't know. Tell me how that came about, this whole history of that. Absolutely. About eight and a half years ago, my husband read a couple of contradictory articles in some men's health magazines and started to explore the idea of plant-based eating as a way to preserve health, avoid illness, and, and just remain these energized people that we were and try to avoid the standard American illnesses that are often very lifestyle driven. And as I said, I, I struggled. I grew up in a household where eating meat, meat and potatoes, that was what you ate, you know, lots of cheesy dishes. My family's huge in snacking. So lots of processed foods, Buffalo wings. I grew up in Western New York. There was so much of my life history and, and nostalgia that was built around food. And so my first take was, whoa, hold up, heels dug in. I don't want to give up these foods that I've eaten my entire life. And I always, I always say my husband's pretty smart. He knew that if he showed me the way he showed me that it wasn't as scary, that I didn't have to give things up, that I would be able to make the transition. And it took about eight months of trying different recipes, perfecting the veggie burger, because I, like I said, was really hung up on giving up burgers. And just exploring the way plant-based eating made me feel to where I could start to explore that idea of a, as a way of life for me. And about eight and a half years ago, or about eight years ago, about eight months after we explored this idea the first time, I adopted a vegan lifestyle and found myself enjoying it. I felt lighter. I felt cleaner. I felt more energized. And time and time, time passed. And I, I remained vegan. The amazing brands that come out with these incredible vegan products, all these vegan foods, that actually led to some health concerns because I was eating an increase of processed vegan foods. And so about three years ago, I shifted from a vegan lifestyle, vegan processed foods, cheeses, Beyond Burgers, all of that, to a more whole food way of eating, following more of the whole foods, the whole grains, uh, the whole vegetables, uh, making veggie burgers with beans, using soy, using tofu. And that has truly changed my energy. I've lost weight. I'm more productive. And from that, authored three cookbooks, launched a coaching business, and have built this new sense of confidence in how I feel and how I present this idea of eating more plants versus going vegan. And that's the shift that I 
had about three years ago. So it was a long story in a short, short time. Yeah. And I love that. A couple of things that come to my mind is what you said about how you ate is 90% of the country. So you have a lot of clients out there, <laughs> potential clients and all, listeners, her sh- all her information will be in the show notes and information about, we'll talk about her cookbooks uh, a little later here, but I want to go through the journey as your client and I want to start doing vegan. I do. So this would be great for me. How, how do we start the journey? Let coach me a little bit for the next five minutes on what you do as a coach. Absolutely. So the first thing that we're going to do, Steve, is really look into your goals. What is your plant-based eating goal? Do you want to go fully vegan? I heard you kind of mention that. Are you looking to um, heal any issues, prevent any issues, maybe some commonalities in your family, some hereditary? And I put that in quotes because we don't necessarily heret, uh, inherit the illness. We inherit the eating habits of our family. And those eating habits then lead to those illnesses. Um, And all of this is, of course, backed by science. I mean, there's hundreds of plant-based doctors out there publishing information on the power of plant-based eating. But first, we want to dig into your goals. Is there something specific you're looking to accomplish with plant-based eating? What's that desired outcome that you have? Well, besides looking like Brad Pitt, which will never happen, I'm 61, Two big things for me, I've been fighting skin cancer. I've been cancer-free for three years. So I've had skin cancer, multiple surgeries, and a weight loss. Um, I have a ton of energy, but I work a lot. So energy would be probably the third tier of that, those three things. Awesome. I love your vulnerability. So the first thing I'm going to have you do, actually, is take a look at what you're currently doing. Because in order to move forward, we need to know where you are. Where, what are those places that you are currently eating? You know, maybe you're eating 90% of the meal is actually plant-based and with one swap, maybe taking dairy milk off of your oatmeal or something like that, you could increase the plant foods and crowd out the animal food. So is there anything that stands, like maybe tell me what you eat for lunch or what you eat for breakfast? Yeah, I need to, well, you know, breakfast, I'll do smoothies. Um, lunch will be, you know, I do go gluten-free with a meat pasta sauce. Um, I don't eat a lot of vegetables, which as soon as you said that, that's one thing I need to add. I love broccoli and cauliflower and things like that. Um, and then dinner is, you know, again, you know, I do go out to eat twice a week. So I need to help with that. You know, I know just not a salad, but, um, so taking care of the eating dinner, eating out. And yeah, I think I need, well, I do need to add more fruits and vegetables in my diet and probably move some stuff out. Absolutely. The awareness that you just had is the next big step for you, right? So if you're a listener and you're like, gosh, I need to add more vegetables too. One of the ways that I teach people to add more vegetables is to become aware of the places where you could add them. Maybe with your pastas, you can add vegetables. Maybe you use a Uh, You know, you make a butternut squash queso with your gluten-free mac, and you can have like a mac and cheese that's made plant-based. Maybe you just simply roast some broccoli or cauliflower to eat with that pasta. Maybe you serve that pasta uh, with a salad, with a nice veggie balsamic dressing, maybe a carrot uh, carrot and and, uh, ginger and vinegars blended up in the blender or You maybe use balsamic vinegar and some cashew cream. Just thinking about ways that you could add that. Now, I know I'm probably speaking pretty high level uh, with some some plant-based options, but it's 
it's more in the simplicity of it. Could you add a salad to your meal? When you go out, can you look for the, the veggie versions of different things? Maybe they have a nice black bean burger that you can swap in. Maybe you can say, you know what, can I have two vegetable sides in set instead of the French fries? Or maybe one day you just want the French fries. And so you have French fries and a salad. You know, I teach the mm. philosophy of intention over perfection because I believe that changing the way we eat is a lifestyle. It needs to be something that you can adopt long term. And so when you start to shift your thinking and say, okay, so you eat, you drink smoothies for breakfast. Can you add a handful of spinach to your smoothie? Can you swap out maybe a dairy milk or a dairy yogurt for a non-dairy one to increase the plant-based? So if it's a plant-based, you know, yogurt, maybe it's made with almonds. So that increases the, all. you know, you're adding an almond instead of, instead of dairy milk. Uh, for lunch, if you have that gluten-free mac, can you add a side of vegetables or add a side of spinach? Going out for dinner, maybe looking at restaurants that are more veg heavy, maybe um, sushi with vegetables instead of fish, maybe, um, you know, not just salads, but thinking about, can I get a pizza with all the veggies instead of cheese? You know, just those simple swaps, those simple awarenesses open us up to eating more plants and crowding out the animal products that are highly inflammatory and kind of make us feeling icky. You know, they yeah. say it's not that we're lactose intolerant. It's that we actually don't process, you know, dairy the way that the way that our, we think we should. I love those suggestions. Listeners, I've just changed my my eating habits in probably five minutes. I didn't even think about putting spinach. I used to do that spinach in my smoothie. Now I'm getting my veggies. And I love uh, oat milk and, and almond milk. I drink that. I don't do dairy. So it reminds me to do that. This is why I love coaching because I'm going to learn it today, but I'll need follow-up and follow-up and follow-up. Is that kind of what you do, Kathy? You've coached me for five minutes take me to that next journey. Absolutely. So what we would do is we would set a goal. Usually it's, it's a, it's a meal based goal. So for you, maybe the, what we're focused on for the next, you know, seven to 14 days is how many times can you add those greens to your smoothies? How many different vegetables can you eat over the course of the next week? And then we touch, we touch base. I check in with you. Hey, Steve, what'd you put in your smoothie this morning? Hey, Steve, snap a picture of that smoothie. And you know what's really fun is a lot of times people are like, I don't want to send you a picture of my smoothie because it's brown. And I'm like, that's okay, because that means that you have so many fun things in it. Listen, the food doesn't have to look pretty. It just needs to taste good and be full of nutrients. So through through our program, the way we work together is it's very high touch, very uh. accountability driven because to change a lifestyle, you need to not drift. You need to be focused. You need to be directed towards those next steps. And you need somebody there cheering you on, picking you up when you fall. Maybe you maybe you have a busy morning, you miss your smoothie and you run through the drive-through and you're like, oh, I, I totally made I totally made a mistake. I'm gonna say no. You learn from it. You learned that when you're not prepared, you tend to drift. So what can you do to make sure that you're prepared next time? Can you have a bag of your smoothie ingredients ready to go in the fridge so that you aren't leaning towards something else? And then the next thing we teach you is 
no, no two un, unaligned meals in a row. So if you say, oh, man, I totally fell off the wagon this morning, I'm going to be like, that's okay. Get right back on what's for lunch. And we're going to learn from the past, but we're not going to stay there. We're not going to get stuck in what you did this morning. We're going to focus on what can you learn and what can you do next? What's that next step? Well, Kathy, and I've known you for a while, but you just, and listeners, I want you to really listen to what I'm going to say here. She does not have a militaristic, I can't say that, but people, you understand what I'm saying, view on this. She's making it fun, but hey, you fell off the wagon, as I always heard. I'm the old guy. We hear that. Just get back on the wagon. That is simplicity. Oh my God, I'm so fired up right now. This is <laughs> because I've been in the health industry, health club industry for many years, and that was the biggest problem. Ah, it's too hard. It's when things get hard, especially nowadays, we battle. Mm -hmm. I, I, you've coached me and now I've got some, and, and listeners in five minutes, I've just helped myself. What can you imagine if you work with her for six weeks? Just want to put it out there. You guys think about that. I want to talk about a book. I know you've written some books, which I'm so excited to hear about. And, and have they helped you? What have they done? Let's talk about those. I know I always ask for a good book for the audience to learn from, but you've got some great books out there. Yeah, I, I really like this question. So I'm going to I'm gonna touch on a book that inspires me first, and then I can dig a little bit into the premise of, of our cookbooks or my cookbooks. So I yo-yo dieted my entire life. I, I was full, fully on the, the diet wagon. I gave up food groups. Carbs was one of them. And I read a book eight years ago when this, when this whole journey first started for me called The Starch Solution. And it's based on the premise that we eat starchy foods for energy because that's what our body needs. Where the difference lies is that this book focuses on starch-based meals that are not drowned in fat. You see, because most of us will eat the potato, but we also load it with bacon, cheese, butter, sour cream. Even the vegan bacon, cheese, butter, sour cream are all based in high fat foods. And so shifting the way that I eat really required that mindset shift. And I will go back to the starch solution whenever I feel myself drifting from remembering that it's not about calorie in, it's not about counting points, it's not about this short-term diet, it's about creating a lifestyle around the habits that I want, which are healthy habits, energized life, good mood, increased productivity, and that's what changing the way that I eat has given to me. And so in turn, when I turned and looked at these cookbooks, one of the biggest, so there's two things. One, I see the biggest mistake people make when they enter into a plant-based or an eat more plants lifestyle is that they treat it like a diet. They focus on the restrictions. They focus on, well, I'll just eat a salad. The problem with a romaine lettuce salad with a couple of vegetables and a Italian dressing that's low fat is there's not enough food for you. So the biggest thing I hear people say is, oh, I, I tried plant-based and I ate, would eat salad for lunches and I was hungry in an hour. Well, you were hungry in an hour because you weren't probably eating enough starchy foods, enough beans, enough potatoes, enough whole grains, brown rices, sweet potatoes, whatever it is that's going to add that density, that satiation of the food to your meals. The other thing that I see is a lot of times I hear the 
it's too hard. I'm a business owner. I don't have time to take, take a lunch break. I don't have time to eat this way. I just need to grab a takeout or, or, you know, eat these small meals. And so I wrote these books to, to bust those myths, to bust the myth on time with the 30 minute whole food plant-based cookbook to bust the myth, myth on difficulty with the super easy plant-based cookbook, and then to bust the myth on price. You know, people will say eating all these veggies is really expensive. And I'm like, but you can do it on a budget. You just have to identify what your focus is. And so for me, as a business owner, busy entrepreneur, I travel the United States full-time in an RV. I mean, if you think about what it takes to to, to schedule your own vacations, imagine doing that as a, as a life. I'm always looking at RV resorts, looking at campgrounds, looking at different places, looking at travel, scheduling travel into my life. I'm a busy person and I needed a way to fit plant-based eating into that. And so I wrote these books to make it accessible for everyone, no matter where you are in the journey, no matter where you are in your life. We have recipes that are ready for you in 30 minutes. In the super easy cookbook, we have a whole chapter on no cook recipes. We have a whole chapter on one pot recipes because we want this to be accessible. So if you're a busy business owner like me, you grab your sheet pan, you throw your sweet potatoes, your frozen vegetables, your beans on the sheet pan, you stick it in the oven, and then you come record a podcast interview with somebody who you have a great relationship with, you're serving all these people, and then the oven beeps and your lunch is ready and you can take that mindful break to eat this whole food meal to energize you for the rest of the afternoon. That's what I'm trying to convey, that changing the way we eat really does give us the energy to run our businesses and serve the way we want to serve and show up for our audience. That is so awesome because I wanted to delve into it. We're like, great minds think alike because a lot of people on here like me and like you are busy and that's our big and I hear it I say it to myself my self-talk oh and skipping meals I hear I've done it before I hear people I'm just too busy I'm gonna grab a a smoothie and you, it falls back to what you're saying it's not enough filler but you need to go back well audience you need to reach out and get these cookbooks I think you hear why and if you're watching this you're gonna see why this this lady's a star and I'm going to make her a star because this is what we need because I know owning health clubs, nutrition can change the world. This is just not Steve and Kathy change. This is every person doing their own little thing. And you just do it in some, some simplistic ways that uh, I'm going to start today and I'm going to get the cookbooks. So I'm leading the listeners. I'm going to get the cookbooks today and, and I'll follow up. We're going to do a follow up podcast and give you an update and coach me and, We'll do that. But Kathy, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, it's been such a pleasure. I've learned much more about you than I knew. Um, but I do love to leave the audience and the listeners with a great business tip. You're, you know, you're doing very well in your business. Can you give the audience a great tip that they could take with them? Absolutely. So no matter where you are in your business journey, no matter what you're doing, I want you to step into the service that you want to do. Show up as that person that your audience needs. And that might mean slowing down to eat breakfast, slowing down to eat more plants, slowing down to, to get the rest that your body needs, sleeping more and building in the life that you want around the service that you do. So that's my tip for you. Show up, 
but give take some time for some self-care so that you can show up at that optimum performance that your audience deserves and that you want to serve from.